everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today, we for your NIV, we are in Isaiah 50, 1 through 11, and then for your ESV, Leviticus 23, 1 through 44, and then Acts 23, 1 through 35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Israel's sin and the servant and the servant's obedience. This is what the Lord says. Where is your mother's certificate of divorce with which I sent her away? Or to which of my creditors did I sell you? Because of your sins, you, are, you were sold. Because of your transgressions, your mother was sent away. When I came, why was there no one? When I called, why was there no one to answer? Was my arm too short to ransom you? Do I lack the strength to rescue you? By a mere rebuke, I dry up the sea. I turn rivers into a desert. Their fish rot for lack of, rot of water and die of thirst. I clothe those sky with darkness and make sackcloth into co its covering. The sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the, the weary. He weakens me morning by morning, weakens my ear to listen like one being taught. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears, and I have not been rebellious. I have not drawn back. I offer my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face my, from mocking and spitting, because the sovereign Lord helps me. I will not be disgraced. Therefore have I set my face like flint. And I know I have not been put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charges against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the sovereign Lord who helps me. Who is he that will condemn me? They will all wear out like a garment. The moths will eat them up. Who among you, you fears the Lord and obeys the word of his servant? Let him who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. But now all you who light fires and provide themselves with flaming torches, go walk in the light of your fires and, and, and on the torches you have set ablaze. This is what you shall receive from my hand. You will lie down in torment. Let's go ahead and head to your ESV readings. Hi, everyone. Now we are in uh, Leviticus 23, 1-44. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Feast of the Lord. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, These are the appointed feasts of the Lord that you shall proclaim as holy conv convocations. They are my appointed feasts, the Sabbath. Six days shall be work be done, but on the seventh day it is a Sabbath of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwelling places. The Passover. These are the appointed feasts of the Lord, the holy convocations which you shall proclaim at the time appointed for them. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. 
And on the fifth day, on the seventh month, is the Feast of Unleavened Bread to the Lord. For seven, day, seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall have a holy convo convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work, but you shall present a food offering to the Lord for seven days. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. The Feast of first fruits. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give you and reap its harvest, you shall bring the sheaf of the firstfruits in your harvest to the priest, and he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord, so that you may be, ex be accepted. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it, and on the, the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb a year old without blemish as a burnt offering to the Lord. And the grain offering that with, with it shall be two-tenths of an ephah, a fine flour mixed with oil, a food offering to the Lord with a pleasing aroma, and the drink offering with it shall be of, of wine, a fourth of a hen. And you shall eat neither bread nor grain, parched or fresh, until the this same day, until you have brought the offering of your God. It is a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. The Feast of Weeks. You shall count seven full weeks for from the day after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offerings. You shall count fifty days to the day after the seventh, seventh Sabbath. Then you shall present a grain offering of, of new grain to the Lord. You shall bring from the, your dwelling places two loaves of bread to be waved, made of two tenths of an ephah. They shall be of fine flour, and they shall be baked with leaven as firstfruits to the Lord. And you shall present with the bread seven lambs a year old without blemish, and one bull from the herd of the two rams. They shall be a burnt offering to the Lord with their grain offering and their drink offering, a food offering with a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And you shall offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs a year old as a sacrifice of burnt offering. And the priest shall wave them with the bread of the first fruits as a wave offering before the Lord with the two lambs. They shall be holy to the Lord for the priest, and you shall make a proclamation on the same day. You shall hold a holy convocation. You shall not do any ordinary work. It is a statute forever in all your dwelling places, therefore your, throughout your generations. And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, edge nor shall you gather the gleaning after you harvest. You shall leave them to the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. The Feast of Trumpets. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall observe a, a day of solemn rest, a memorial proclaimed with, with blasts of trumpets, a holy convocation you shall not do any ordinary work and you shall present and you shall present a food offering to the lord the day of atonement 
And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Now on the tenth day of the seventh month is the day of atonement. It shall be for you a time of holy convocation, and you shall afflict yourselves and present a food offering to the Lord. And you shall not do any work on the on that very day, for it is a day of atonement, to make atonement for you before the Lord your God. For whoever is not afflicted on that very day shall be cut off from his people. And whoever does any work on that very day, they that person I will destroy from among his people. You shall not do any work. It is a statute forever throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. It shall be to you a Sabbath and solemn rest, and you shall afflict yourselves on the ninth day of the month, beginning at evening, from evening to evening shall you keep your Sabbath. The Feast of Booths. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, On this fifteenth day of the seventh month, and for the seven days in the Feast of Booths to the Lord, on the first day shall be a holy convocation, you shall not do any ordinary work. For seven days you shall present your food offerings to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall hold a holy convocation and present a food offering to the Lord. In the solemn assembly you shall not do any ordinary work. These are the appointed feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as times of holy convocation. For presenting to the Lord food offerings, burnt offerings, and grain offerings, sacrifices, and drink offerings each on its proper day, besides the Lord's Sabbath, and besides your gifts, and besides all your vow offerings, and besides all your freewill offerings which you give to the Lord. On the fifteenth day of, of the seventh month, when you gathered in when you have gathered into produce of the land, you shall celebrate the feast of this of Lord seven days. On the first day shall be a solemn rest and on the eighth day shall be a solemn rest, and you shall take on the first day the fruit of splendid trees, branches and palm trees and boughs of leafy trees and willows of the brook, and you shall rejoice before the Lord for seven, for your God seven days. You shall celebrate it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in, in the year. It is a statute forever throughout your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall dwell in booths for seven days. All native Israelites shall dwell in booths. That your generation may know that I made the people of Israel dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Thus Moses declared the to the people of Israel the appointed feast of the Lord. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is now we are in your New Testament reading. Um Acts 23, 1 through 35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Um, and look, and looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him at on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting... Are you sitting to judge me according to law, and yet contrary to law you're, you order me to be struck? 
Those who stood by said, Would you revile God's high priest? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You shall not speak evil of a ruler or your people. Now then, now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of a Pharisee. It is with respect to the hope of the resurrection of the dead that I, I am on trial. When he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For, for the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, no, nor angel, nor spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledged them all. Then a, a great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party stood up and contended sharply. We find nothing wrong with, in this man. What if a spirit or an angel spoke to him? And when the dissension became violent, the tribune, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him away from among them by force and bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. A Plot to Kill Paul When it was said, when it was day, the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. There were more than forty who had made this conspiracy. This went to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have strictly bound ourselves to be an, an oath to taste no food till we have killed Paul. Now, therefore, along with the council, give notice to the tribune to bring him down to you as though you were going to determine his case more exactly. And we are ready to kill him before he comes near. Now the son of Paul's sister heard of their ambush, so he went and entered the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the tribunes, for he has something to, to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the tribune and said, Paul the prisoner called me and asked me to bring this young man to you, as he has something to say to you. The tribune took him by the hand and going out aside, him asked him privately what is that you have to tell me and he said the jews have agreed to ask you to bring paul down to the council tomorrow as though they were going to inquire somewhat more closely about him but do not be persuaded by them for more than 40 of their men are lying in ambush for him who have bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink nor till they have killed him. And now they are ready, waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the, the young man, charging him, Tell no one that you have informed me of these things. Paul sent to Felix the governor. Then he called two of the centurions and said, Get ready two hundred soldiers with seventy horsemen and two hundred spearmen to go as far as Caesarea at the third hour of the night. Also provide mounts for Paul to ride and bring him safely to Felix the governor. And he wrote a letter to his to this effect. Claudius Lysias, to, this, to his excellency the governor Felix, greetings. This man has seized, was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. 
when I came upon them and the soldiers and rescued them with the soldiers and rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman citizen and desiring a, to know the charge for him, which they have accusing him, I brought him down to your their council. I found that he was being accused about questions of their law, but charged with nothing deserving death or imprisonment. And when it was disclosed to me that there would be a plot against the man, I sent him to you at once, ordering his accusers also to state before you that you have, that they have against him. So the soldiers, according to their instructions, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. And on the next day, they returned to the barracks, letting the horsemen go on with him. When they had come to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, they presented Paul also before him. On reading the letter, he asked for what province he was from. And when he learned that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing when your accusers arrive. And he commanded him to be guarded in Herod's praetorium. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I lift you up, O oh Lord. I just thank you for all you've done. I ask, Lord, that you watch over us. Keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.